Hello and welcome to Tuffle Talk, the podcast where we talk tuffles all the time. Damn I'm it. your host, Luke. This is bad. And with me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Mike and Emily. Hey, it's it's Emily, and I'm mad because I was going to call you out on that, and you remembered, and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how are you doing? Uh, I'm tired. And also, I got well, introduced at the same time as Em, and it's kind of hard for both of us to jump in at once. Yeah. Well, that's true. I was, I'm sorry. I was just so excited to get to the Tuffle Talk. Fucking hell. I want to let the listeners know that we, we started uh, the regular intro, and then after two seconds, Luke was like, oh, no, 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 wait, 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 start over. I got a better idea. No, I had a great idea for a bit, and I needed to do it. <laughs> yes, that was a, not great a great idea. idea. <laughs> it was just a hilarious joke, and I'm very funny. Cass is also here. Hi, Cass. You're here to talk some Tuffles with us. I am doubled over in laughter. Oh, I know you are because Tuffle Talk is the funniest podcast on iTunes right now, as seen by all the user reviews it's got. Are are we on iTunes? Yeah, no, I think we are. We should be. I should double check that, actually. (laughs) Guys, I know you got some hot Tuffle takes, but give me a sec to check iTunes real quick to see if we're on iTunes. (laughs) Your fucking tuffle takes. No, of course not. It's just a funny joke I did. This is the home for Infinite uh, Losers, where in the next five minutes we're going to talk about every single episode in the Dragon Ball Media franchise. Now, there are some theories that the Tuffles enslaved the Saiyans for a little bit. I think my favorite part of this joke is how much I laughed through my laughed at my own joke throughout all of this. <laughs> and none of us have laughed about it. I was more delighted by it than anybody else. You just laughed, Emily. To be fair, I laughed at. I'm laughing at speed. Laughing at his own joke is what I'm laughing at. Not his actual joke. Hello, everybody. It's Dragon Ball time. Oh boy! Yay! (sighs) Yay! Dragon Ball. Talking about tuffles. I'm talking about them tuffles. You're not a very good host. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> um. <laughs> i'm sorry no i love like, you <laughs> anyway we watched another episode of this show mm-hmm. we sure did i mean like it was it was, was a pretty a good, good episode. episode yeah it was listen hey you know what not a single bodily fluid in it uh-huh not even a one and there's a minimal sexual harassment yeah. Oh well, I thought there was zero. Now I'm sad. No, no, no. I mean, a <laughs> little bit of you. You know little, what I'm talking about. Racism. I'll, I'll say. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I want to yeah. say like, there's nothing worse than a Japanese version this time. In fact, the Japanese version is okay. arguably better because it doesn't have racist accents in it. As far uh, as I, I, know. I guess those two guys do kind of like, hey tits, why don't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking the, about. Yeah. And it's sure. not by bad guys who are explicitly bad. So. Right, but not a single, mm. not a single crotch groped in this Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Only so, took till episode nine. Yeah, no, no, no bad potty humor, no bad horny nope. humor. Um, there's a, just, uh, just, just a little sprinkling of racism. Yeah, but again, you know. the, the Japanese version's better because there's less of that. Right, because they don't have. Yeah, we'll get to it. Mm. I mean, they still have that one character design, so it's still bad. Right. Yes. But. Exactly. Yeah. Well. We'll we'll get to it when we get to it, but yeah, this is episode nine of Dragon Ball Boss Rabbit's Magic Touch, and I believe the the Japanese version is pretty much exactly the same. It's a, instead of Magic Touch, it's Special Technique, which is less I like good. that better than Met. Really? Uh, no, I like that better than Magic Touch. I don't want to hear about the Boss Rabbit's Magic Touch. 
I mean, both That's can be fair. pretty horny if you think about it. Yeah. Now, yeah, I mean, if you combined them and made it like Boss Rabbit's special touch, I'd be way... That's the Ooh, worst possible combination. That's the worst timeline. <laughs> yeah, no. No, 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 no. Uh, what are we doing? We're talking about Dragon Ball. That's right. I remember now. It's <laughs> a high-energy episode. I'll just bring oh. it in. We, we should workshop some taglines for this podcast. I got, like, Home for Infinite Losers. If you're listening to us, you belong here. <laughs> <laughs> Home for Infinite Losers does exactly what it says on the tin. Home for Infinite Losers is in your home for infinite winners. Because that's because no, because it's like you're in. We're in the listeners' home, and they're a winner because they're listening to. Hmm. Home for Infinite Losers. <sighs> Dear God, what have we done? I have to do a show in front of a crowd in less than a month, and this is the kind of material I'm bringing. I'm really excited for that. How many oh. tuffles are you going to talk about? No, I'm probably not going to talk about any tuffles. <laughs> Unless the Dragon Ball game comes up. I guess it's possible. I thought you already decided on the game. Not yet. I will in advance, <sighs> but I haven't yet. Is there... Oh, man. Have the tuffles appeared in any Dragon Ball video game? I don't want to look this I up. mean, probably. <laughs> okay. I They probably haven't, because if my memory serves... The only time they show up in the show is Vegeta is like, "Hey, Goku, let me tell you about the Tuffles. They fucking sucked." Anyway, moving on. Well, um, Bardock sees them, right? Does he? Doesn't no, he? I, I don't thought that was the think whole thing. So. Was that was that Bardock goes in the past and meets them? No, we talked saying. about this last time. That's a, that's a different race. Well, that maybe a, evolves into the Tuffles, yeah. but it's yeah. Oh, they're the plants. The fuck? Is Although the actually, I, I uh, they're more human like and. They were smart, and then they were murdered. Yeah. So they were never in the show at all, or in the movies, or anything like that? Uh, they, they, they were shown? Like, there's, like, a flashback when Vegeta's talking about them to the war, yeah. Because I could have seen, like, um, if, if Bardock did beat them in the movies, I could have seen it being one of the Xenoverse things where it's, like, you have to go back in the past and help Bardock in a fight or something like that. Or... Okay. Right. It sounds like in Dragon Ball Super, in one of the universes, there are some Tuffles... Because they, like, defeated the Saiyans when they invaded their planet. Yeah, okay. When or they receive no enough power of love, they are able to use the formation and gain the powers and abilities of a magical girl. I love that we're actually what? doing Tuffle Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and apparently in Dragon Ball GT, there are Tuffleized Super Saiyans. What? What, what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't what are you oh, talking wait. about? I think Baby might be a Tuffle. Oh, wait, seriously? <laughs> is Baby a Tuffle? I'm going to type the sentence, is Baby a Tuffle, into <laughs> oh, Google. Because that's a great sentence. Uh, Yeah, no, you're right. Let's see. Uh, It, it sounds like he's got a relationship to the Tuffle race. Uh, due to the Tuffle King's DNA within Baby, he's also tremendously proud. Yeah, Baby is a weird monster clone of the King of the Tuffles. I had Fuck no idea. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I am all in on Tuffle Talk now. <laughs> Great. You guys have a good podcast. Me and Michael leave. Bye. <laughs> yeah. 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 When, in a million years when we get to the end of Dragon Ball Z, do you think we should do GT first or Super? Or should we interleave them? Do one episode of one, then one episode oh, of the other? I think we ought to do GT. Order a broadcast, man. <laughs>
Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But if we go in chronological order, Super no. comes before GT. Okay. <laughs> Super might not even be a thing after Super kind of thing. I don't know. Well, if I remember right, Super is like takes place between Z and GT specifically, so they don't have to like address explicitly it retcon GT out of existence. Well, why don't they just retcon out of existence? Because so? there's someone somewhere that likes it. I don't know. I, I, anyway. I, like, I like Gil. Boss Rabbits. Have it has a nice what if story. I don't know. It's like, I, just... I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> fine too. Anyhow, we're talking about Boss Rabbits Magic Touch today. Let's talk about that Boss Rabbit's magic touch. Cassandra, what are you... Why, why'd you come back? Why'd you come back? Why'd you expose <laughs> yourself to this? <laughs> oh, because I remembered this episode from when I was a kid, and I remember liking it. So I was like, okay. hey, I'll be on an okay. episode that I remember. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we open on a forest of mushrooms. It's Mushroom Hill Zone for Sonic... Yeah. Sonic and Knuckles. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. This whole, um... The video game I think more of in this uh, episode is like Mario Two, like the that's fair, like the American Mario Two with between like Bulma's new clothes and these mushrooms and the rabbits and the vegetables. Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, exactly that one. But yeah, Oolong and Goku and Bulma are driving along through this mushroom forest, and uh, I'm trying to think of anything of consequence that all happens here. Bam. They're like low on gas. I love you. <laughs> I'm so happy. Oolong says they're low on gas. They start arguing about whose fault it is because that's what they do. Uh, they start doing a bunch of like jerking the car around while yelling at each other because that's a good thing to do when you're low on gas is uh, mm-hmm. waste it frivolously. Yes. Literally like five feet behind them, Yamcha and Poir are pursuing them still. Just no one has looked behind them a single time during <laughs> no. this entire magical adventure. Why would they? It's really something. Like, Yamcha and Poir are not hiding well. I also love how Yamcha's just chilling while Poir is driving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I had not thought of that. Poir is driving, and that is very good. <laughs> <laughs> like, Poir can barely see over the dashboard. How, how are her feet reaching the pedals? No, if well, she is pedals. a shapeshifter. That's yeah, true. She, maybe she just has, like, human legs. Oh god. oh god! Does Puar have the same limits that Oolong has, or can she just transform better? I don't think so, because I think Oolong's limits are because he dropped out of shapeshifting school, mm. whereas Puar graduated. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's like that's going to be the big plot twist at the end of Dragon Ball is that the cat is actually not Puar's real form. Oh shit! Right? It's going to be like Envy from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, <laughs> we're just talking about Envy today on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wow, that tiny weird cat thing. It usually floats around, but you see when it landed, it made a huge imprint in the ground. Just how heavy <laughs> is it, really? Oh God, man! Full Metal Alchemist is a good show. Why aren't it's we a doing a rewatch show. podcast it's about a good that? Fucking show. Hey, Mike, have you seen Full Metal Alchemist? I have not. Oh. All right, I'm gonna pull up episode nine of Full Metal Alchemist. We're doing <laughs> no, that now instead. No. Wait, Full which Metal Alchemist? Alchemist. Episode which which one, brother or normal one? I mean, uh, going by Mike, I mean, we'd have to do the first one. The first we gotta do the first one. That one's okay. that one's called "Be Thou for the People." I think that one might be. Oh, that's when they're in the mining town. That's a good episode. That's yeah, episode. I like that episode. That was an episode yeah. that was in the manga that was not 
adapted for Brotherhood. They were, That's they, the problem they, with Brotherhood is that like bef- they kind of like gloss over the stuff that the first anime got right. So you, if you want the full experience, you gotta like interleave the episodes, like I was talking about with GT and Super. Or you yeah. can just read the manga. Yeah, I mean you could, <laughs> or like wa- watch the first one up until like episode ten or eleven, and then switch over to Brotherhood. Yeah, but the first too. one also like foreshadows some other stuff with sloth that gets weird. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh man. It's a mess. Formal Alco's a mess. Talking about Boss Rabbit's magic touch. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't even that bad of an episode. We keep like moving away from it. Let's (laughs) let's, let's not skip the part where Yamcha like accidentally starts talking about how pretty Bulma is and then kind of loses control and then gets rabies, I guess. Uh, And then starts foaming (laughs) at the mouth as as he has that that wolf thing fist. (laughs) Mm-hmm. The best part of his scene, though, is that he's like he's like gradually freaking out more and more and more, and the poor is like, "Here's some water." He drinks it. He's like, ah, and he goes back to normal. <laughs> like nothing happened yeah, at all. Yeah. He just goes back to lounging in the chair, and he's like, "Yeah, right, okay, cool, right. we're good." <laughs> it's hard to describe a scene. It's but it's uh-huh. very funny. Anyhow, okay. uh, they get to the next town up ahead. Anyway, we got is... to the title screen. Hey, we card. made it, everybody. Thank God. <laughs> uh, they get to the first village where, uh, you know, there's people they're hanging there's out. people. And they're all wearing, like, Middle Eastern all, garb? Yeah, they're, 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 yeah, they're coded yes. to be, like, they're coded to be Middle Eastern. And, um, right, right. The dub. And one of the dudes, the dub is, is like, it's just, it's just up to <sighs> It's just fucking yeah. a poo from The Simpsons. I'm gonna give everyone. Yes, that accent it is. Yeah, they do give everyone that accent. Yeah, but the I mean the one the, the guy at the gas station talks longer than anybody else and has the thickest yeah fake they did Indian give the accent. guy the accent they did give the yeah guy the gas station yeah it's real bad it's bad. I it's very uncomfortable it's, it's not it's not good but uh, yeah he is very scared of Bulma for some reason. Everyone, everyone is. Everyone is, yeah. Yeah, everyone is. But yeah, we, we pull up at this gas station. This dude's very afraid of her. And she's like, yeah, I'm fucking hot as hell. Of course he is. Yeah, because Goku points it uh, out. He's like, everyone's afraid of you, Mama. And she's like, yeah, it's because you've probably never seen a beautiful girl before. Good. They fucking should be. She's so extra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she starts walking around town to do some shopping for them. And she's like, oh, huh, yeah, literally everyone's afraid of me. The guy fills up their gas and is like, yeah, no, just please take it for free. God, don't kill me. And uh, meanwhile, at like a capsule shop, Bulma's getting the same treatment while she buys some new dino caps. Or hoi poi caps, depending on the on the, on the on the region you're watching it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, where'd dino come from? Because there's dinosaurs. I really prefer dino caps. Like, it's just, I, I like it more. Yeah, I, I just, I don't understand. It's weird. Bulma does some clothes shopping to get out of the Playboy bunny dress and ends up looking a lot like Toad from Super Mario 2. I think she looks like uh, Marl from Chrono Trigger, but with a jacket. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. The jacket's mainly what makes me think Toad. Yeah, and I, would, I, I wanted to say, like, some of the capsules she gets from this guy, she mentions the Japanese version, are like half a million, mm-hmm. yeah, what do they call it? Zenny. Zenny, that's it. Yeah, yeah, because he gives them all to her for free, and she's like, all right, cool. Like, she does not question it at all, which... She's like, oh, what a good you know. deal. Be- in, <laughs> right, in, in right. In Japanese, she goes, being beautiful sure has its perks. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, she takes off the bunny ears when she changes her outfit, and then the guy's like, hold on a second. You're not a part of the rabbits? She's like, what? What? No. What? No. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, she gets thrown out of the... We're kind of glossing over, like, Yamcha showing up, and we see the rabbits before she goes yeah. to yeah. the clothes. I was going to mention the rabbit gang showing up. Yeah, which is pretty important, Wait. yeah, like... Wait, rabbit... I... Did I miss something? The rabbits show up before um, she goes to get clothes, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh, do, do they? Okay, yeah. Yeah, the the actual rabbits uh, stroll into town. They're these dudes with, like, long jackets and armbands and machine guns and rabbit ears. Yeah, identical to, to Bulma's. And um, America's had a long history of drawing black people in racist ways. And um, maybe when you live in another country and you see that art style, you don't understand the racist history behind it. And you think it's a cool way to draw black people. It's it's yeah. not yeah. it's it's not good. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's just Oh boy. And I I don't think he gets rid of that art style. I feel like there's other Oh no, like Well, oh, oh right. Mr. Just Popo. remembered Mr. Popo. Yeah, just remembered Mr. Popo's a thing. How could you thing. forget Mr. Popo? <laughs> oh, how could I It's not how could I. It's why would I? And it's cuz I listen. Okay. I just wanted to forget him. Okay? I just I just tried to will myself to forget and he came back. Oh boy. You know Oh god. So so one thing that's uh that's weird to me mm-hmm. is this this show presents it as if the rabbits are this like extensive crime syndicate. But they just seem to be like the boss and his two minions. It's just these two guys and then the boss that shows up later. Maybe the other ones just don't show up. And then, like, yeah. at the end, they're like, what happened to the boss? That's weird. But, yeah, you have, uh, yeah. So, did we mention she gives the ears to the clothes shop guy, and he's like... Yeah, yeah. What and the she... fuck? You're not a rabbit? Okay, we didn't mention right. that he... yet. But then she leaves, and everyone's not afraid of her anymore, and she knows right. that. She's like, oh, weird. Still pretty sure she didn't pay for those clothes. Oh, she didn't. Because <laughs> he just throws her out in anger. But yeah, the uh, the two rabbits have like very goofy cartoon voices. You got like the very, a proper English one with like a corn cob pipe. He's like, "Oh yes, with the rabbits." I knew you were gonna like do an impression of him, and I was so excited for it. <laughs> yeah. I love their weird voices. speaking quirk, where he like he yeah. finishes every thought with like, "Yes, very." Yes, yeah. yes, of course, yes, yes. yes. Which I presume is to make up for something he does in the original version, but God, if I know what. I don't maybe, think, or I maybe mean, just a goofy joke. Maybe that he speaks in a... He, he might speak in a certain way in the Japanese version, but it's not depicted in the subtitles, and I'm not I'm not enough of a linguist to, at all to right, know right. what the yeah. difference is in his speech. Yeah. Well, uh, I am a then, linguist, and I don't know. And then the one that's <laughs> drawn like a racist would draw. It, he's just got a weird like Brooklyn accent. I don't know if I can do that voice. I'm trying to, and I'm coming up blank. You say, hey, I'm <laughs> walking here. Yeah, yeah. hey, I'm rabbiting I'm walking here. here. Yeah, the boss is going to no. get you real good. Hey, I'm hopping here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, there's, like, a kid that, like, runs in front of them to... He kicks over apples, too. His mother. Oh, right, yeah, and there's, like, some... They eat some apples, but they're like, oh, these suck. Give us our money back. Like, but, 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 but she didn't pay for them. They're just assholes. They're just being assholes. Yeah, yeah they're just being, you know, your standard, like, thugs. bully characters. Yeah, thugs. They kick a child and his mother. Did you mention that one has a pipe? 
Yeah, he's got like a corn cob pipe. And a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. And then they see Bulma and they're like, Hachi, Machi. Auga. <laughs> they're like faces turn into wolves and their like heart starts to like beat out of their chest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not, 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 none of that happens. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they think she's hot <laughs> and they want to go right, talk yeah. to her. She's a new beautiful girl in town. Right. Who's 16. But what I, I mean, I guess, I mean, this show's terrible. It's not the worst thing it's done. Right. I keep, really I keep forgetting that she's a teenager because the same reasons I forget about Mr. Popo existing. Oh, God, Mr. Popo. We just talked about him. I think she might have been off mic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gone uh, while you talked about Mr. Popo, I guess. Right. Yeah. No, we, we brought him up. Oh. And so he's an adult man starting on a 16-year-old, and she's yep. like, they're like, oh, hang over a couple of cool guys. And she's like, I don't see any cool guys. And right. <laughs> I mean, that's the gist of what she says, but that phrasing is so much better. <laughs> I don't see any cool guys around here. <laughs> hey, Goku, you see any cool guys? I don't see no cool guys. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, she... she uh, I like how Goku the whole time is just like eating a burger and like looking yes. like, super chill. I just I love okay <laughs> like when Goku's like this Goku, I fucking love this Goku where he just like doesn't yeah. care about anything and is just like doing his own thing. And then she's like, "Hey Goku, if you guys are bad guys, beat him up." And he's like, "K." Okay. <laughs> Don't you mean he's eating a rice yeah. ball? No, I'm pretty no, sure he's it's a hamburger. Yeah, it's a hamburger. <laughs> You're just yeah. making a joke. Yeah. Right? I was just making a joke. He's, he's right. eating right. a jelly donut. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they pull out their guns because Bulma insults them, and she's like, hey, Goku, take care of this. He's like, you got it, and shoves the entire burger into his mouth, <laughs> uh, and then just beats the shit out of these two, as he does. Uh, he pokes that power pole right up that one dude's butt. Just kind of messed yeah. up. Just gooses him. And, uh... I, 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 I still don't... I'll say one thing about this scene is that I, I don't get why Oolong is still, like, super surprised with Goku's strength. He's like, oh, they have guns. And it's like, I guess he's not seen him get shot with a pistol several times like Bulma did. Yeah. But, like, come on. Like, he's he's done some pretty crazy shit. Have some faith, Oolong. <laughs> the one part of this I love is Yamcha hiding around the corner. And he is so, he is, like, Goku's biggest fan. Yeah, he's like super into this. He's like, yeah, kick their asses. Fuck yeah. They don't even yeah. know what they're they don't even know what they're doing going against Goku. <laughs> like, like, like I don't think Gauchi even realizes how much he fucking loves this little kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's got this big smile on his face. He's like, yeah, Goku's gonna kick their butts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, he beats them up and then they call in their boss on a walkie-talkie. And uh have we lost Mike? He's been very quiet. No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay. You okay, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, it's just y- y'all are doing a real good job summarizing the show. Like, okay, y- you yeah. Don't uh-huh. talk about any, you, I thought you like you like rabbits, right? You should I you do. do like rabbits? This is this is so there's, there's not really. Rabbits. I mean, there's just kind of the one. That's true. And we haven't gotten to him yet. So all right, well, they call their boss, and then a car with bunny ears and like a face on the front drives up. I will say that the whole town gets super afraid. When they start yeah, calling yeah, the yeah. boss and they all run into their homes and they're screaming. And the dude at the gas station either says, like, he says something it's like, like a curse you, you've you've brought this horribleness to our town. Yeah, something like that in both versions. There's really not a lot of differences between the versions, so I don't have a lot to say in that regard. There's, like, right. very few that I'll 
wiping up at the end kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, this this dumb rabbit car pulls up Mike's car. Uh, it's such a and... good car. <laughs> it's a really good car. I love it. Mike, would you drive this car? Uh, I, I'd be afraid to damage it. I wouldn't want to drive it anywhere. <laughs> would you keep it in your garage? Yeah. yeah, this is this is this is a car you keep on display. This isn't a driving car. But this big rabbit furry climbs on out of the rabbit car. Furry. I mean, he is. I, like, he's I, just yeah. a rabbit mad. He's an anthropomorphic rabbit, which I guess is a rabbit furry. Sure, it's just that word. Is yeah, it's like, easier to say he's a furry. It's just easier and faster, and everyone knows what we mean. Okay, fine. Uh, You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's got sort of traditional. I don't. I was gonna say Chinese, but I have zero confidence in that. <laughs> I think. I think it's Chinese. Yeah, but also, maybe it's a different country, and I'm just a dumbass. Who knows? I will say it's Chinese is a good bet, just based on Akira Toriyama and what he like puts in his artwork. There's definitely a lot of Chinese imagery in Dragon Ball. Um, it's based off a Chinese story, yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. Except he also has cool shades. They're very good. Right. And This, this, uh, is, uh, this is the Energizer Rabbit's uh, fucking like, brother that no one likes to talk about. I, I, yeah, I guess one yeah. thing we'll take mention, but before he gets there, the gang leaders and in, in, the gang members in the in the English version is like, oh, I don't know what he'll do. Like, he probably won't turn you into carrot or anything. <laughs> like, they know it's gonna happen, but they like don't. But they're just like alluding to it. But in the Japanese one, they straight up just say he's gonna turn you into a carrot and eat you. Yeah, based on the imagery, I kind of thought that's what the Japanese version was gonna be. That he's yeah. just like, hey, guess what? You're gonna die. You're gonna be carrots. He gets out of his car and, like, jumps over to them. He's a very good jumper, and it took well, me till rabbit. nearly the end of the episode to get that it's because he's a rabbit. Really? Wait, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, right, rabbit, jump. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I, I, I just saw the shot of him getting out of the car. One thing I love about this rabbit car is the rabbit car is, like, looking to its right, which is where he gets mm. out of the car. So it's like he's looking at him like, he. There's, there he is. <laughs> I don't know. You go, boss. <laughs> it's really cute. I do like just a little bit of, of design on the character, just because I know it had to make it harder to animate, because it's, it's just it's just a little detail that just makes him look more distinct. Uh-huh. The fact that just one of his ears is sort of half-flopped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. the half-flopped ear. Right. It's so critical in so many rabbit designs. The best, the best rabbit ears are one flopped and one up. I, I would say that. Yeah. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, he says like, "All right, I'll take care of these guys." Jumps over to Bulma and says, "Hey, shake my hand." And, and Goku's uh, like, uh, "Oh, uh, you want to be like, friends?" Right. New Long's like, "Guys, come on." <laughs> yeah. It's like, dudes, seriously, this is the most obvious trap <laughs> and I, in yeah. history. And I want to point out that Yamcha. When he shows up, he's like, I recognize that guy, but I'm not sure who he is. And then right before, right as he holds his hand out to um, Bulma, that's when he remembers who he is. And I guess he's called, like, what is his name in the, in the English version? It's like Monster Carrot. Yeah, Monster Carrot. Okay, in, in, in this, he's called Usagi Ninjinka, which um, well, is... Usagi just means rabbit. Yes. Um, it literally is just, a, it's just a little, the little translation is Rabbit Carrot Transformer. All right, yeah, it's, it's a very just what he is. Name. Uh, <laughs> I love it. How do you how do you forget about the rabbit man that turns people into carrots? 
Yeah. It seems I mean, like we'll... listen, this is a world that's full of crazy bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it, it raises the question of what other types of shit Yamcha's seen. Yeah. But you yeah, run, you run into all kinds of things when you're the desert bandit. Bulma kind of slaps his hand and says, alright, now get the fuck out my face. And she he a, just she starts... sticks her tongue out at him. Yeah. And uh, he just starts cackling, and she turns into a carrot, and he grabs her out of the air. And this is somebody's fetish. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Also terrifying. This is also terrifying. Yeah. Well, you don't want to get turned into a carrot and eaten by a rabbit no. man? No. <laughs> somebody's into that. Mm. I, wonder no, how I, much of, I wonder how much awareness she has. Or any yeah, that's at a good all. question. Like later, she does say she felt like be- like a vegetable. That was a, I'm not sure if that's in a Japanese one, but oh well, right, yeah. Well, but uh, all right. I guess spoilers. Bulma does not die. Yeah, he's. St- <laughs> I mean, Goku he's- basically starts attacking this dude with his power pole. Cause... Right, he starts to taunt them that if he if they touch him, they'll also become carrots. And Yulong's just like, well, then smack him with your stick. What you got? Yeah. And, and Goku starts demanding that uh, this dude change Bulma back, which, I mean, dude, you're making some assumptions about how this guy's powers work. Not clear that that's a power he has. <laughs> I mean, the, he's being hopeful. Like, it's either that or right, she's dead, right. so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, so here's the thing. As soon as Goku starts fighting this rabbit dude, Oolong just drives away. Which is great. <laughs> like a sensible right, person. Yeah. I don't understand why he comes back. Yeah, me neither. Because they explain it in the Japanese version. Do they? Not kind of. Yeah, he had no money. Oh, oh right. okay. Yeah, that is what they're saying. Yeah. All right, that's he fair. He came back because yeah. he was broke. Yeah. Yeah. This lady has a superpower that makes you shit yourself on command. I don't money or yeah. not, you get out of there. <laughs> yeah. No, I. I t- also, pretty sure all six of the Dragon Balls are in the car. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Go find number seven, and then just wish to not have that shit pill in your body anymore. Is a Dragon Raider right. in the car? Maybe it's not. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have gone well, but he doesn't know that. Uh, he could have gone and sold the Dragon Balls, even. That's true. Problem solved. But, um, yeah, Boss Rabbit starts to, or Monster Carrot, excuse me, uh, <laughs> holds Bulma the Carrot hostage. So he turns like, people I'm... into food that he eats. Is he, like, part yeah. food? He is a little Majin Buu, isn't he? He's a little bit like Majin Buu. Yeah. What now? Don't worry, we'll you'll get Ma- there eventually. Well, see, Majin Buu is a goo boy who can use his antenna lasers to turn people into candy that he eats. Okay. Okay. So we got we got goo person mm-hmm. plus turning into inanimate objects plus, plus four, four in one character. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh huh. Gotcha. Also, just kind <laughs> of straight sort of... absorption. Yeah, he can also just, like, glob onto you and absorb you, and then he gets all of your powers. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Also, he kind of just wears a giant diaper. Not... Dang. Uh... Just, that's just the full house, isn't it? <laughs> they're, they're not, it's not supposed to be a diaper, but you could say it looks like a diaper, yes. It's supposed to be pants like what Bulma's wearing in this episode, but... Because he's so rotund, it just looks like he's wearing a diaper. Yeah, also, he's fat. Yeah, he's very large. Although, not in Super. I, did he get fat again in Super? I yeah, know someone he did. showed me. Okay. Because someone showed me the best part of Super, which is, you know, he becomes a good guy eventually, Mike. And he they, like, need his help. 
so, like, Goku comes to check on him, like, a month after they asked for his help, and he's been, like, exercising to get all the weight off, and it looks horrifying <laughs> to see him all, like, muscly. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, I do like that when, when Oolong runs away, um, uh, G- Goku's like, Oolong, any ideas? And it's like, vroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good little moment. But... What, what happens next, Steven? Oh, right. Um, Yamcha's like, hey, we need to help them. Not because they like them or anything. Yeah, because and, uh, we need to, we need to get them to Dragon Balls. Yeah, them yeah. Bowels. So, Quar transforms. Gotta get those Dragon Balls. Oh, also, he starts getting <laughs> beat up by the gang members, but I'm, I'm like, confused on the why this is even t- doing damage. Uh, oh, right. He's, he's yeah. still... Like he's not invincible. He's just he's really been strong. Shot with guns. I mean, to be Listen, fair, he he's not that banged up when we see he's him. Got he's got a black, black eye. eye. Yeah. He's he's got a black eye, but he's mostly just sitting there as though he just like like bopped his head on something. So, and they they're just kicking him for a while. Here's yeah. here's here's my thing. These dudes are curb stomping him, right? And these are like street toughs. Yeah. This is a world that posits that if you do enough exercise, you become bulletproof. Right, like, I can kind of buy that. <laughs> oh no, can, like, I don't he, think these. Guys I can kind of buy that. that he can survive being shot, but like can take damage from stomping. I mean, like these guys use guns, so I feel like they're not strong. But whatever. Um, I mean, you, well, can, you can be like strong said, and I, use a gun. I, I think it's the fact that he just has to sit there and let them hit him over and over again, and they start to hurt him after a while. Uh, they it, again, it's not like they seriously injure him. They just kind of yeah. it smarts. Anyways, Poir turns into a bird. Yeah, and uh, swoops in and steals the carrot, and Yamcha jumps in and beats up the two rabbit thugs, uh, which lets Goku beat up the rabbit, but the rabbit chases after Poir, and this was where I was like, oh, he can hop because he's a rabbit, right, God. uh-huh, that makes sense. Hey, have you have you seen how high a, like, a rabbit can jump, like, actually? I haven't. Yeah, it's not it's not a cartoon thing, they can go real fucking high when they want to. I See, I actually it. thought it was a cartoon thingy. I thought it was just that, like, they move by hopping, so they gotta... I didn't realize they could actually jump high. Nah, they're, they're actually, like... They kind of need to be, because, like, they're pure prey animals. All, their only option is running away. Uh, sure. But they're actually, like, super agile and shit. Hmm. But, uh... Yeah. The rabbit starts to chase after Poir, and Poir, while trying to avoid him, crashes into a mushroom and drops the carrot, and everyone dives for it. And Yamcha's like, hey, Goku, if we bump into him jumping in the air like this, this is going to be real bad for us. Uh, so Goku just kind of, like, bops the carrot away with his power pole like it's a cue ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somehow they don't crash into each other even though they were about to. Doesn't he hit him? No, no, not yet. He just uh, smacks the carrot away. Okay. Yeah. Um, And it was never clear, they don't get into it in this episode, if, like... Like, if you kick the monster carrot, you're not touching him. You're like, shoe is. Does that count? I don't know. Also, like, he's uh, tied up next to his friends and they don't get turned, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't but, think like, could you clothing pull- contact, contact does it. But also, his touch yeah. turns your clothing into part of your carrot. Yeah, that's true, because it's not like they're just a bunch of clothes fall away for the carrot. The, the clothes are part of the carrot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not... So if yeah, that's true, also then probably it's, like it's he... magic, right? So, like... Right, it doesn't have to follow, like, logical rules. I'm just trying to figure out what the rules are. And I guess it doesn't matter, because this is a one-off character we're never going to see again. 
Oh, wait, really? Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> what happens at the end? I mean, I guess they could have come back if, if he really wanted them to, yeah, but... Yeah, he, he could have been in that final montage where everyone's giving Goku the spirit bomb energy well, to no, finish they, off Well, no, they have Boo. to deal with some logical issues. Oh, right, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but like, so, uh... so, so this bird, this poor is a bird, she's got the carrot, she's yeah. flying around, this rabbit, what jumps real high, is chasing her... Why is why does she why does she just fly even higher? That's what I was he thinking can, too. He like can, he keeps he can, he can jump real good, but he can still only jump so far. He keeps almost getting her, and I'm like, just just fly up a little higher, Poir. <laughs> um, but Poir right now is like knocked out on the ground, and the rabbit doesn't have the carrot anymore, and he's standing right next to Poir, and he's oh, like, right, yeah. I'm gonna turn Poir into a carrot, and then um. Well, because well, because Poir like runs into a uh, something. I don't know what. Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's one of the mushroom like, things. Like I think you dozed off for a few minutes there, buddy. Oh, I we did? talked about all this. Okay. <laughs> Love you, Mike. Uh, but um, yeah, he threatens to turn Poir into a carrot, but behind him, Poir shapeshifts into him. And, and I, uh, I love his visual gag of the the monster carrot or the or the rabbit carrot transformer um his eyes go through his sunglasses in shock yeah i love that visual gag yeah he starts backing away in horror while poor like threatens to touch him because he doesn't know that poor doesn't have those powers and then goku just fucking smashes his skull in with the power pole and uh, there's this weird exchange in the dub and i this was the part that like when it happened i was like oh god i remember this because it's such a weird bit where Goku's like, if you don't give up, I'm gonna have to whack you again. He goes, will you whack me again? Yeah, whack you again. Yeah, it's non-Japanese. Like, <laughs> weird, like, that, hmm, weird. It's weird. But, uh, yeah, the Rabbit King, Rabbit? That's not ever his name. That's not, That's even, not close. even close to any of his names. So the Rabbit King gives up. Calm and, now. uh, Yep, uh, and Goku ties up all three of them, he, he, and the he crowd also, is... He claps to turn Bulma back into a person. Oh, right, he does, like, a little fancy dance move and a clap, and Bulma turns back. And Bulma's not aware of what uh, happened to her. In the, in the English right. one, she says, that I feel like a vegetable, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Goku ties them all up, and then grabs the oh, rope. Also, also, she asks... He, he Goku tells her that, that Yamcha helped rescue her, and she's excited. and says, sure. where is he? And Yamcha's hiding because he can't be around women. Yes. He's like, I was I was much less scared of her when she was a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Goku jams the power pole into the ground, grabs the rope that's tying them up, and just extends it and flies off into the sky. So good. Careful cheers. not to touch us, boss. I, I, I like in uh in the in the Japanese one he goes like Pow, he goes, Nyoibo, extend a lot. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's just cheering and talking, and then he, Goku drops back down by himself, and they're like, um, what'd you do? Is that oh, no big deal? I just took them to the moon. <laughs> right, fucking right the excuse moon. me? <laughs> <laughs> Which, Bam, zoom, should be said, it's not nighttime, so Goku had to do some, like, bending to get around to the moon. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the moon's in the sky during day. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. 
he tells he says that like they have to sit up there and make rabbit shaped snacks for all the children of the world and maybe someday he'll let them come down if they make enough that isn't in the japanese one at all they're just up there he's just leaving them there well i mean they are making the little like i assume it's rice or something it's mochi mochi sure because that's a Uh, mythology thing where the rabbit right pounding mochi on the moon yes yeah yeah are they just doing that for no reason in the Japanese yeah, version? they're just doing well, that for no reason. Well, I mean, they're doing it because it's a reference to the myth, but other than well, that, right, no right, right. reason. Yeah. It's a okay. joke. And, and Goku says sure. rabbits belong on the moon. Yeah. Right, right, right. And Goku, okay. Goku says rabbits belong on the moon, of course. So, right, yeah. yeah. There are yeah. already rabbits up there. I was about to say, there's just other normal-ass rabbits up here. Is yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like Overwatch, there. but instead of space gorillas, it's space rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a weird thing that, like, there's a God. lot of Japanese... Overwatch would be so much better if Winston was a rabbit. Aww. He already has, like, a crazy jump move. Do you remember seeing, um, like, the, the concept art for a character called Jetpack Cat that they didn't, they didn't actually make, but it was just a cat wearing a jetpack? Yeah. Yeah, and they that were like, oh, great. that's too silly for our game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... So, uh, hold on. I'm, 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 a, I'm a little confused about something. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, so Goku goes to the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I, I purely get bits and pieces of Dragon Ball lore from just seeing people talk about it on the internet. Isn't there a thing with Goku in the moon? Uh-huh. Well, oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think of that element of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <we'll> see. <laughs> I think this will all be explained in GT, where they talk about Blutz okay. Waves. Talk about what? Blutz Waves. You know what? Saying it a second time didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see if I'm... Butts waves? Well, they kind of mentioned, they mentioned that a little bit in Z, where, like, Vegeta has that portable thing that lets him do the thing. Well, right. Well, okay, let's let's go into the history of the moon and Dragon Ball. So if Goku looks... If a Saiyan, with its tail, looks at the full moon, they transform into a giant King Kong-type ape. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess maybe you have to see it like filtered through an atmosphere. Yes, exactly. Let's go with that. So it doesn't affect Goku when he's up there. Right. But more importantly, it's not reflecting the Blutz wave. Oh, I see. That's okay. But more In importantly, GT, they make a Blutz wave generator. But more importantly, <laughs> Piccolo trains Goku's son Gohan, and when Gohan turns into a giant ape, Piccolo's like, "Hey, Fuck that, and destroys the moon. That's not the first time it's got destroyed. Yeah, no, the moon gets destroyed earlier, and then gets wished wished back. Wait, oh, does Master Roshi destroy it? Yes. Yes, Master Roshi destroys the moon. (laughs) So, Master Roshi murders these people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't think they came back when the moon did. Okay, in the video game... Dragon Ball Z, Attack of the Saiyans, Master Carrot explains that he escaped just in time by making a spaceship and returning to Earth. I don't think that's canon. I think Master Roshi <laughs> murdered these people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, in an interview, Akira Toriyama states that Master Carrot and, and his henchmen were drifting through space after... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, What? I mean, they can breathe in space because it's whatever, so they're just floating through space forever? Uh, apparently, yeah. They're just orbiting the Earth forever now. Oh, no. Well, that's what they get for being 
street I guess toughs, so. I guess. I mean, yeah. Okay, but you have to think. How many people has Boss Rabbit eaten? Yeah, I mean, they're not good people. But when, you know, Goku is willing to forgive Vegeta, who's just a war criminal. You know. Well, the thing Vegeta is, I can't imagine, like, they, they would have, like, a stable orbit around the Earth. It, like, they would have to, they would either float away or they would come down at some point. And when they no come idea. down, they'd probably burn up on re-entry. No idea. Uh, and, and yeah, Luke, um, maybe the rabbit person should have been better at fighting like Vegeta. I guess so. Do, I guess so. Does Monster Carrot eat his minions? After well, I mean, they have, all those, they have all those mochi snacks. Right. I think he's probably fine. But does he what about want water? carrots? Does he hunger for carrots? There are I mean, other, he only gets two carrots. Yeah. There are other rab- rabbits on the planet, though, we saw. Or moon, rather, we saw. Yeah. Yeah, so Master Roshi does kill a bunch of rabbits as well. Yeah, he just murders those rabbits. Those poor rabbits. Mike loves rabbits. (sighs) It's, yeah. Anyway, I think that's this episode of Dragon Ball. It, racism aside, it was an okay episode. Yeah, it's like they they go to a town and find a villain and deal with it. It's just fun. Yeah. This is the closest the show has come to being, like, what you all sold me on it being. Like... Yeah. This is this is this is the closest to like when I first like we were doing this and and Luke was telling me like what he thought Dragon Ball was before we found the reality of it. Yeah. And he was telling me like, "Oh yeah, it's this fantasy adventure where they go from place to place and they look for the Dragon Balls and there's just magic and shit and it's great." Like this is yeah. this is the closest thing to that that we've gotten so far. Yep. But don't forget also the racism. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we can't gloss over that. It's like even if you watch the Japanese version, when you don't get those accents, you still have that one character who's drawn in a way that um, is reminiscent of blackface, and it's bad. It's bad. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we've got some questions to go through real quick. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, at the Moon Rules asks, if one of the Z fighters in DBZ was replaced by a character from Dragon Ball... Who would you want to get rid of, and who would you have take their spot? I mean, you replace, like, fucking Chaozu with Monster Carrot, and every bad guy is suddenly completely... (laughs) Who cares? Oh, no, Saiyans are attacking the planet. Just throw Monster Carrot at them, and suddenly it's done. I am Sam. I'm the ultimate life. Now you're a carrot. You're a carrot. (laughs) Deal with it. And you're... Yeah. Oh, Majin Buu, you like turning people into candy? Well, guess what? You're a carrot now. <laughs> like, he really would just solve a lot of problems, honestly. <laughs> they really messed up by murdering him. Oh, uh, did you yeah. mention the moon in the questions post? Because, like, Eric is the moon, the ruler of the moon, so he could have had some That's good true. insight on this episode. No, he, he doesn't That's rule true. the moon. He just says that the moon rules. Uh, yeah. I think he tends to RP as if he is the moon. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I think, think, like, he, um, well, I made a character that was, like, a worshiper of the moon god, and he was, like, do yeah. me proud, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, um, no, if you're talking, like, seriously, I would like it if Mai stuck around, and that's one of the things I like about Super, is they brought her back. Yeah, yeah. Mai's, great. Mai's great. I would also She's really cool like character. if Launch stuck around. In yeah! Because Launch is amazing. Launch is great. Yeah, Launch is definitely someone that... I don't know, her shtick might get old if she was around. Yeah. Maybe she, she just got locked into, like, badass mode. Maybe she... Yeah, maybe it just it's just revealed that she's actually a Saiyan. And she just turns Super Saiyan and she sneezes. 
Yeah. That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think those are my two answers. Uh, also, um, Spike the Devil Man. Spike the Devil Man's mm-hmm. cool. He can kill all the bad guys, too. I don't really remember Spike the Devil Man. I kind of remember what he looks like, but that's all. Well, he looks like a devil. Right. <laughs> Dory Mingu asks, how are you all doing? Eh. Uh, doing fine. Right? <laughs> yeah. Tired. Bit of a yeah. headache. Mm-hmm. Had to watch Dragon Ball. Yeah. Hey, it hey, wasn't as bad yeah, as it normally was... is. It was only sort of bad. Yeah. I mean, it's very bad, depending on, like... Well, right. Like, yeah. If, if, Listen. If you watch this and, and you're, like, you know, you're, like, an, yes. an Indian person and you Absolutely. hear this shitty, shitty um, stereotype accent, you're going to feel bad. Like... Uh, sure. Yeah. I, and I, I do not mean to diminish that. I'm just saying it's... Uh, the bar has been lowered so much. <laughs> it's the, the bar is in the ground. We've buried the bar. <laughs> it's peeking out a little <laughs> bit now. Yeah. Bar's just like, oh, hey, how's it like up there? Might be nice to be up there. Um, He also asks, if you had to dampen or lose one of the five senses, which would you want it to be? What if you could trade it for another type of sense, like the sixth sense? (laughs) What one would you trade and for what? I would get rid of the ability to smell for the ability to talk to ghosts. Why not? Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Smelling is really important for tasting. I, I could live without it if it meant I could talk to ghosts. What if ghosts suck? Yeah, I mean, at least some of them can. Like a lot of them are probably very racist. Oh, that is a good point, actually. And I mean, honestly, seems like it's a lot of work. That kid's got just those ghosts decided his job for him. He's just going to be a ghost talker. I'm pretty happy with my senses. I'm not going to give up any of them. (laughs) How's that kid? I was going to say, how's that kid going to make any money when he gets older? But there's people that pretend to talk to ghosts that are make all kinds of money, so he's probably fine. I don't. I don't think I've got anything left to lose sense-wise. I'm basically oh. blind without my glasses. I'm already mm-hmm. going deaf. I, uh-huh. I'm already going numb. My nose is constantly congested. So there go the other two. Well, like, if your nose is already constantly congested, then just get rid of taste. Who cares? I guess. Taste is good though. Food is good. Taste is really good. Yeah, but I eat garbage. So who cares? <laughs> yeah, but you, <laughs> taste, you eat tasty garbage. Well, if you didn't have your taste, then you could just eat whatever. Right, yeah. You can just eat, eat healthy better. forever. Yeah. Okay, sure, I'll I give mean, a you taste. St- you still have your sense of feeling. You could just go numb. That sounds bad. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't make my Like you'd accidentally numb. hurt yourself a bunch. Anyway. Let's see. What are some other ones? During me go, I appreciate the enthusiasm, but we probably shouldn't read like eight questions from the same person on one episode. We'll, we'll try to try to save those. Um. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. At Ellen Ox asks, if you could wish for any article of clothing that would magically be good at its purpose, which article of clothing would you wish for? Wait, what? If you could wish for any article of clothing that would be magically good at its purpose, which article of clothing would you wish for? Purpose of wearing it? Like, if you wish for a shirt, it would be a fucking good shirt. I I, I think in the sense that uh, the the best way I can interpret this is how... I don't know if he specifies that they gotta be good ones in the original, but, like, you know, in the the dub of the, like, end of this arc, Oolong wish for the most comfortable pair of underwear. Mm. Oh, no, that's just sensible. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, frankly, the uh, dub version of Oolong really got it in one. So that's yeah. what she means. That's what Ellen means. Okay. 
Um, I, that's my best guess. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess, like, a skirt would be good. It's a great skirt that's, like, the best at being a skirt and doesn't, like, ride yeah. down constantly or ride up or is too sure. tight or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, like, a good watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had a watch that was, like, infinitely comfortable? Sure. And waterproof yeah. and, like, it'd go in, like, anything and be fine? That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Blux so waves are me. also called fruits waves. Or fruits rays. Great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so Here's one for the Christmas. emoji, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Here's one for the Christmas season. At Clock Industries asks, what's the only good Christmas movie, and why is it the 1966 How the Grinch Stole Christmas cartoon? That's a very that good cartoon. Good. That is a very that good solid. cartoon. But yeah. um, I don't know. I wouldn't say that that's the only good one. I yeah. mean, Muppet Christmas Carol's up there. Muppet Christmas Carol is the Muppet best Christmas, Christmas Carol, movie yep. in the I world. I have never seen that movie. I love- Cassie, we're watching. Really what? Good. We are watching. It. <laughs> yeah, it's that's... my favorite Christmas movie. It's it's a solid one. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it other is good legitimately ones the are. best film adaptation of that story. I haven't and seen I a lot of, of Muppets stuff actually. It very well might be. Yeah, Michael, Michael I can't Kane think of a better one off the top so of my head. So fucking good to Scrooge. Yeah. <sighs> trying to think what other. I mean, it's extremely like corny and old and. It's not amazing because of that, but there's something kind of sweet about Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. That, that guy was saying all along, you guys. I've never seen it. In court. Never seen it. Oh, it's about a man who claims to be Santa who gets taken to court for false advertising or some shit. And, like, this little girl's dad has to defend him in court and prove that he's Santa legally. That's it's a, pretty yeah, crazy. It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, uh-huh. like, the, the, isn't the way that they prove that by like, well, all these kids are writing letters to Santa, and anybody who's got a, a, a address that the postal service can deliver to must be real. That was a big part of it. It was like, it was basically like, hey, Santa's not real, which is to say, Santa is what we make of him, and people have decided this man is Santa, hence he's Santa yeah. by any reasonable definition. But then it turns out he actually seriously is Santa Claus. Great. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I like all of the other reindeer. <laughs> all the other reindeer oh, uh, is cute. Oh, 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 wait, you mean Olive, comma, the other reindeer? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a cute title. It's, Speaking of it's so legal... weird to me because, like... It, okay, I know this is just a sign of me getting old, but, like, I, okay. I guess, like... All of, the other rain- all of the other reindeer was, like, kind of after my time... It was and, after my time too, yeah, and I so, don't really know. It's so know weird why. to have like something that's considered like a holiday classic that like showed up after my childhood because it's kind right, of the only yeah. one. I was like thirteen or fourteen by the time that came out, and which you know, I was at older. That time I kind of had my. And I didn't consider it bef- after my time. I was just like, oh, it's a new Christmas thing. Cool. I don't know. It feels right. Weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I am scanning the Wait, plot of Miracle All of the other reindeer was a nineteen ninety nine movie. Wait, really? I did not hear of it. I feel like until like two thousand three. The thing is, yeah. I think it didn't make like a huge splash when it first premiered. I watched yeah. it, but when it like, premiered. oh, but, like on two thousand two, the film made another premiere. Yeah, okay. so that's probably. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched it in nineteen ninety nine because I remember being a kid watching it. So that's why I was confused about Luke. Cause like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm older than Luke, so. Yeah, I, I seem to remember it being something that like it developed a bit of a cult status for a little while. Mm-hmm. People were like, yeah, yeah, this is this, my kid loves this. It's like, oh wait, your kid too? Wow, that's amazing. And then it just kind of 
snowballed from there. You know, fucking winter pun, I guess. But yeah, um, yeah, it just, it it kind of came out of nowhere because it was just based on this random ass children's book, and it's just fucking Drew Barrymore playing a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I also I kinda, remember. Oh, you go first, Luke. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say. Speaking of legal Christmas movies, I remember some animated movie that was on like Cartoon Network one year that was Grandma got on... run over by a reindeer. Yes, where then Grandma proceeds to sue Santa Claus for having run her over. Great job, guys. Good goof. Um, I was gonna say that I kind of like that old stop animation Rudolph movie, but it's also oh sure yeah it's stuff in it that's like not good, but yeah it's old. probably yeah that's one where like. I'm just not going to rewatch it ever because I have fond memories of it being great and I don't need to disabuse myself of that notion. Yeah, if there's anything that we've learned, uh, yeah, doing that revisiting things from your childhood is the worst idea. Yeah, basically. That, that just, that's just from Hope for Infinite Looses, but really the whole audio entropy fucking experiment is just, yeah, going, going back to watch things you remember fondly can only end in tragedy. I'm sure best, best case scenario, you go, oh yeah, see that? Yeah, I remember why I liked this as a kid. That that is the absolute best case scenario. Um, I would say that like like me and Cass are watching Fukuoka Captain Sakura, and it's like not a perfect show. There's actually some really bad aspects of that show. Oh God, when it's bad, it's so bad. But we're really enjoying it. Like the like 95 percent of the time, it's like a very good show, and we're really enjoying it. But the bad aspects are very bad, and um. I guess I'm just going to take over the podcast a bit here and talk about Kark after Sakura. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, um, Kar- Sakura's dad, um, you see him, he seems like a really good dad and a really nice guy, and they present him as being this, like, amazing father, and, like, him and his him and Sakura's mother were so in love, and it was a perfect relationship, but then they, like, actually tell you how it happened, and she was 16, and he was her teacher, and they got married. And it acts like this, like, romantic thing that, like, there's nothing bad about it because of the, how in love they were. But that's, like, he's literally a child predator. Like, that's yeah. fucked up. Oof. And you have to, like, try and, like, every scene where he's, like, a great dad and being really nice to Sakura, in the back of your mind, you're like, it's, he's, uh, he's not actually good, though. Like, it's he's bad. Mm-hmm. And the show seems to have a, a thing for teacher-student relationships, because then you find out later that Sakura's older brother Toya, when was in, when he was in middle school, dated a teacher assistant, who is now Sakura's teacher, uh, currently in the story, and I, in, in okay, so like, is this isn't in the anime? Thank God, but there's a character who's I think I mentioned this before on another podcast, who is a, a little girl, they're like in fourth grade, and she's got a crush on her teacher. That's fine. Whatever. She's got a crush. It's okay for kids to have crushes on adults. That's fine. And what's not fine is that in the manga, they get engaged. That. And, like, I, they don't, like, they're like, oh, we're, like, being, like, you know, we're not doing anything until she's old enough, but we're engaged, and that's fucked up. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's an actual, like, that, that's, that's an actual, like, thing that pedophiles do where they preen kids to, like, it's fucked up and clamp mm. tries to show it as this like romantic pure thing and it's not good that said cockout to sakura is still a very good show most of the time right it's just every now and then you get shit like that and you're like what the fuck were they thinking why did they have to ruin this uh 
can they even, love teacher-student even... relationships, and they love cousin relationships. That's another thing, is that Tomio's mom was in love with Sakura's mom, and they're cousins, and Tobio's in love with Sakura, and they're cousins once removed, and Mei Ling is in love with Xiaoran, and they're cousins. Why does... Why? Stop. Stop, Cardcaptor Sakura. Hey, anime, stop. Yeah. Cardcaptor yeah. Sakura, stop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry because, like, again, like, this sounds like I, I feel like no one's gonna watch this show after hearing this. It's a very cute, good show, besides those horrible moments. And I and I don't blame you if you're like, I don't want to watch it for those horrible moments. But goddamn, if it isn't a great show most of the time. Lee Sharon yeah. is the cutest gay boy. He's very adorable. He like, like Sharon and, and Sakura are kind of rivals, but they both had the crush a crush on the same like older boy character and it's really cute because again like it's just a crush thing and it's not treated like a gross thing and it's just adorable to see this like little kid have this like crush on this older boy it's 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 just adorable it's like it's all sweet and good but then they also have shit with like the kid and the teacher and uh... well this has been us talking about boss rabbit's magic touch (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) I ruined the podcast. Uh, it was pre-ruined. <laughs> I mean, uh, listen, hon, you're okay to talk about a good anime sometimes. But, Emily, uh, where can people find you online? You can find me um, on other audio entropy podcasts, Warren Beast and In Pursuit of Passions. You can also catch me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. Alrighty. Mike, how about you? Uh, you can hear me on Teenagers with Attitude and Going Pear-Shaped. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. That yeah, that's that. Cool, Cass. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at definitely exists, where I am destroying Luke's scores in Opus Magnum. Fuck, you really are. God damn it! I thought I had you on those. I don't know where you squeezed another cycle out of that one. I'm so proud can... of you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> what what Just... is Opus Magnum? Opus. All right, I guess we're <laughs> going on one last tangent. Opus Magnum is a video game where you have like. The story is, like, you're an alchemist, and you have this machine that can, like, combine atoms together to make new materials. But the game is basically you're building machines, and it, like, gives you a requirement. Okay, make six of these. And then when you do it, it gives you leaderboards for how fast you did it, how small your machine was, and how uh, cheap your machine cost. And it's three separate leaderboards for three separate types of machines. And I, Cass had been beating me up real bad, and I beat her on, like one level finally and she declared war on me so i went back to try and beat her scores and i thought i beat her real good but then she came back and beat me real good and i the cast came back the very next day god all right well as for me you can find me on twitter at ssj speed racer you can find a whole bunch of shows like this one over at audioentropy.com there's teenage with attitude there's let's place there's fucking totally reprise you got your All Along the Watchtower. You got Transmission Radio. Cosmic Call, that's another one. There's a whole bunch. Just yeah. go over to AudioEntropy.com. Check it out. Oh. Also, oh, yep. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, if you're going to Pack South in January at 8.30 p.m. Friday night in the Cactus Theater, we are doing a Let's Place live show. Go watch us fuck up in front of a live audience, why don't you? You're going to do great. Friday passes for the show are still on sale, so, you know, go buy those, maybe. I think that about covers us, so, um... 
Now that the show is temporarily lost, it's weird, gross sex jokes, will it manage to maintain that for more than a single episode? Is this finally the start of Dragon Ball getting good? Find out next time on The Home for Infinite Losers. Da, da, Spoiler da, warning, da, no. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da.